This is the Big Brand Theory Podcast by Blackwood Creative with your host, Ryan Zerfus. And now, here's Ryan. Hey, hey, guys. Welcome back to the Big Brand Podcast. This is Ryan Zerfus, VP of Customer Success at Blackwood Creative, which is a digital marketing agency right here in good old Mishawaka, Indiana. And today we're going to be talking about the difference between marketing and PR. And so to help us out with this conversation today, I have my good friend here, Maddie Keaton, who is the copywriter or one of the copywriters here at Blackwood. So say hello, Maddie. Hello. (laughs) All right. Well, welcome to the show. Um, So Maddie, how long have you been one of the copywriters here at Blackwood? I have been here almost a year. Okay. Coming up on a year. Coming up on a year. Okay. We're going to throw a big party for your year celebration. Oh, heck yeah. Um, How long have you been in the copywriting game? Also about a year. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So this um, was your your dive into it. Yeah, absolutely. It's been great. I, I kind of got into it by accident. Um, I was told about like an opportunity here. Um, and I was like, well, I've never really done that. You know, I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, but I, you know, learned as much as I could really quickly. Yeah. Typed up a little sample and... Here I am. A year later, and you're rocking <laughs> yeah. it. She does oh, awesome yeah. work, writes a lot of blogs, works on SEO for a lot of websites, and uh, just helps us with our copy, and she uh, she rocks it. So, um, Thank you. Yeah, so I'm assuming you probably had an affinity for words and English prior to this. You didn't oh, come like definitely. out of a cave and be like, oh, I'm great at copyright. <laughs> right. No, definitely. In, uh, in school from probably about fifth grade, I have absolutely loved English. I initially entered college with a literature minor and was planning on well, doing something go. with that. Um, didn't end up happening, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely attribute my love for words to a lot of my English teachers in school. Um, I was lucky to have a lot of awesome people who kind of instilled that passion in me. And uh, yeah, no, it's been great. I have learned so much over the last almost year. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, I also love to learn. So any any new challenge that presents itself, I'm there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's one of the great things that I love about working here at Blackwood as well is just like definitely a mentality of learning, like always trying to refine yourself, gain more skills, do what we do better. Um, and Absolutely. so see that across the board. But uh, so tell us a little bit about, are, are you from the area or? <laughs> I am not. Yeah, we were just talking about how the <laughs> snow scenes that we, we enjoy outside are, are not necessarily uh, what you grew up with. Yeah, I was born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee, um, which from my lack of accent, I don't think anybody would ever guess that. <laughs> But I definitely did not grow up with snow, um, so I'm still really getting used to yeah. <laughs> how much snow there is here in the Midwest. Um, but my college is in Chicago, so I had kind of a taste. And then moving to northern Indiana, it was just like, boom, yeah, here's some snow. Yeah, you moved to snow country, so. <laughs> I did. I mean, I was telling you, you know, this, this winter was really pretty mild, so I, I feel like you're having a, a nice transition into it and maybe... The next couple winters, we'll get like a real winter. Oh, You'll yeah. get to finally see what that's like when we get like three feet of snow and oh, you can't leave. Yeah, I'm glad I'm easing into it because yeah. this has already been like more than I've ever seen. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, Maddie, we are excited to have you on the show today to talk about marketing versus PR. And um, I know for me, I... Um, 
still learning a lot in this area. The PR is definitely a, a new concept to me. I've never had to really think about it before. And I think there are probably definitely some people that will listen to this who maybe have a taste of it, maybe don't even know when you say PR, like, I don't know, I'm, you know, I'm not sure exactly what that means. So I think it would be good for us to just start like, what are, what are the base definitions of what we're talking about here? What's marketing? What's PR? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so marketing is essentially like advertising and branding in relation to a specific product or business. Um, and it can take a bunch of different forms. You've got print marketing, radio marketing, which, you know, you see sometimes nowadays, <laughs> yeah. digital marketing, social media and content marketing, just mm-hmm. any way that you can get your brand out there. Yeah. Um, and then public relations or PR, on the other hand, kind of focuses more on upholding the reputation of a business or individual and just making sure that they have a really positive light shining on them in the public eye. Okay. Um, and they deal with the press a lot. Um, yeah. Put out press releases, you know, work with magazines or big industry events um, yeah. to get these individuals to talk there, just kind of get their name out there in a slightly different way than marketing. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So um, could you highlight even just a little bit further than like you started to hint at maybe some of the initial differences between those two, um, between marketing and uh, PR? So what would be some further differences that we see in those two? Yeah. So marketing focuses more on aspects of the brand that can sell. um, And it's more of like a pay to play game. Um, So it's, it's more about driving that call to action and getting the audience, the intended audience to respond in a way that will increase business, increase sales, you know, add more people to an email list, whatever the objective is, marketing helps you get there. Mm -hmm. And then PR, on the other hand, focuses more on, you know, the perception of the brand, like in the public eye. Um, And it's, it's more of like free publicity in a lot of ways. Um, because, you know, putting out a press release, you don't have to pay for that. Um, and so, you know, if you send something really valuable about your business, um, or the individual that you represent to a media outlet and they choose to publish it, then it's like, boom, free publicity. It's great. Um, and then there's different measures of success for each. Mm -hmm. Um, so different ways that you can see those results and how they're benefiting you as an individual or you as a brand. Sure. So what would be some of those different measures that you'd see for marketing versus measures that you'd see for PR? Um, so for marketing, you're probably going to look for more sales, um, more clients, more of a reach and brand awareness, um, and definitely a high return on investment, which is, you know, the gain or loss from an investment that, you know, compares to how much money you put in. So basically, right. like, what are you getting out of this? Was the investment that you made worth it? You know, that's kind of the things that are going to show you if your marketing is working or if it's not. For sure. Yeah. You hear you hear people talk about ROI all the time in the marketing game. You know, when you meet with a owner or a controller or a marketing director, um, that's usually one of the questions that gets asked is like, how are we going to know if we got an ROI on this, you know, on this project or marketing plan that we have? Definitely. So. And it's, it's one of those, you know, marketing is full of acronyms that people like to throw <laughs> yeah. around. There's like ROI, CPC, SEO. Uh, yeah. And it's Learning like, what the heck does this that. actually mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so ROI is a, a big one. Um, and then for PR, one of the main measures of success is like a positive public image. Um, yeah. And then you always want, you know, more good press, 
for the business and plenty of buzz and word of mouth. So it's really more about how many people are aware of this, how many people are talking about this, and do do we look good? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting to know, uh, just even talking about like positive PR I think in my experience, you know, you you hear a lot of things about negative PR, like something bad happens, whether it's like celebrity or a company and it it sort of like happens to them, you know, like the PR doesn't, it's not in their control. They did, you know, something bad happened and all of a sudden you're reading about it in the news and it's that negative PR. Um, So it's interesting to think about, uh, we have the opportunity as individuals or companies to have positive PR and we have we actually have more control over that. You can control the positive perception. Um, and like you said, put out sort of that free publicity um, using your local news media channels and, and all those things. So Definitely, yeah, that's yeah. really interesting to think about. Um, so, you know, people that are listening, uh, they might, it might be hard to understand like, okay, so uh, what's the difference in my audience comparatively between these two? You know, when I'm thinking about my audience for marketing, is that different? from the people that I'm thinking about when I think of an audience for PR? Um, Yeah, there definitely is a difference. There are also some similarities. Like for both, you're going to be targeting your audience to an extent. Um, Obviously, for marketing, you're going to be targeting more specifically. Um, But for PR, you know, the intended audience is usually the general public or media outlets. Um, And so you want as many people as possible to have a positive association with the person or group that you're representing. Right. Um, So that can manifest itself in composing and promoting positive press, doing damage control if you need to, Uh like we were talking about. And like Michael Scott in the office, you you (laughs) got to really control the masses and get those press releases out there. Definitely. Um, So going back to targeting your audience with your PR, um, you're most likely going to see this when you're deciding which media outlets to send press comments to and partner up with. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, the goal is to have that brand awareness and as much public outreach as possible. And so the best way to get a good head start on that is to be really specific and intentional about which media outlets you're choosing to promote with. Sure. So most likely you're going to want to line up with either the industry that the person or group you're representing is a part of Mm -hmm. or something that they stand for that would relate to the general audience of that media outlet. Sure. Um, And then for marketing, of course, your intended audience is mostly going to be consumers Um, and whether that's people you want to have buy your products or your services or if you want them to sign up for an email list or a newsletter or you know any number of things that you're trying to get people to do lots of Um, tactics there definitely and there's most likely going to be some sort of transaction or action involved right Um, so with marketing you're targeting a specific group of people who you feel confident would read your call to action and actually take that action. Right. So let's say you're trying to sell, you know, a snow plow attachment for your car. Uh-huh. Probably not going to want to set the location of digital ads to Florida um, hmm. or, or Tennessee, uh, yeah. <laughs> at least where I'm from. Um, because I mean, what are you going to do with You don't see many thing? people driving around with those down in Tennessee? You know, not usually. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. I'm sure there's one or two out there. Yeah, but. probably. But if you were to target those ads towards, let's say, the Midwest, um, I mean, we would be using those today, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it definitely comes with some tactics in deciding, you know, where is this product most likely going to be used? Where can I put this service, you know, in the general area of mm-hmm. that business? Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, who is going to be most likely to do what you want them to do? Yeah. 
to me, it sound, what I'm hearing is it sounds like marketing is probably a lot more targeted because mm-hmm. uh, whereas in PR, there's usually not really an action that you're asking. You know, you might just be putting something out there for people to learn and be like, oh, cool. Great. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now I move on. You know, they're not, you're not asking them to do something. Whereas with your, like you were saying, with your marketing, a lot of times there's going to be an action that's associated with it that you're hoping that the consumer will take. And so because of that, you're usually being a lot more specific with where that marketing ends up, you know, Definitely. which is why you're thinking about um, all the different channels and who's on those channels. And are those the people that I want to have hear this and take the action? You know, Absolutely. And that can also influence, you know, which platforms and which forms of marketing that you're choosing to use, because you know, even though we live in such a digital time right now, not everybody has access to the internet. And, you know, people, some people don't choose to use the internet. Yeah, right. Um, and that's okay. You know, that's their decision, whatever they want to do. But you have to keep that in mind when you are marketing because you want to make sure that, you know, your message is getting to the right people that are going to do mm-hmm. whatever action you're trying to promote. So Yeah, for sure. Um, so... We've talked a little bit about the differences and and even the different audiences that are going to be involved with marketing and PR. So where do these two line up more in similarities? Like, are are there similarities between marketing and PR? Oh, definitely. Um, It is a question that I've heard many times. Um, You know, are marketing and PR the same thing? Which is kind of a difficult question to answer because obviously, you know, there are a lot of differences. But they're also pretty similar, and Mm -hmm. in some aspects, they could probably be interchangeable. Yeah. Um, But, you know, they're not quite the same. They're kind of like squares and rectangles. Yeah, (laughs) going back to elementary school here. Exactly, because, you know, every square is a rectangle, but every rectangle is not a square. I do remember that that (laughs) rule in math. (laughs) Absolutely. So along those lines, marketing often includes some PR, but not all PR is marketing and, Mm -hmm. you know, vice versa. Um, But there is a lot of overlap between the two um, because if your products or your services aren't good, you're probably not going to have a public or a positive impression on your audience. Um, And then along the same vein, if your marketing isn't working to connect your audience to your brand, people probably aren't going to do business with you and they're not going to talk about it. And, you know, so they're also pretty similar in their use of influencers, which is something that's kind of been on the rise recently. Yeah, for sure. Um, And so influencers, for those who might not be as familiar with the term, typically these are people with a large following on social media that have some sort of pull on their audience. Um, And so when marketing teams like work with influencers, they're pretty much looking to use that pull to sell more of their product. Yeah. But when PR professionals are working with influencers, they're trying to uphold kind of the image and the public opinion of that influencer. Yeah. And so it definitely differs in a few ways between their use of influencers. That makes sense. Um, but they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Because in marketing, you'd be thinking this influencer could be good for us if if they're, if they're they grab hold of our service or product, then their uh, followers are likely to also, you know, to be to buy in. Whereas on a PR side, it's more, do I want that influencer associated with my brand? Would that be good for the brand? You know, because there might be influencers out there who it's like, they wouldn't really work properly with your brand message. They might be great. They might have a huge following, but they might not really be congruent with like what you're trying to accomplish in your Absolutely. image. Absolutely. Definitely. You know? 
So yeah, there's definitely some some things to think about there. Influencer is definitely, I feel like, a buzzword that's like on the rise. Like oh, you hear sure. influencers <laughs> all the time. And there's so many people, I think, that are aspiring to be influencers. Oh, for sure. Uh, it's, it's really interesting to think about um, kind of the relationship between marketing PR and influencers as a whole. Um, because in particular, like the beauty gurus or whatever <laughs> on YouTube, um, you know, a lot of them have huge followings and they get what are called PR packages sent to them from makeup brands, mm-hmm. which is essentially, here's some free products, put us in a video and, you know, give us a review. Whether yeah. that review is good or bad, you know, someone out there watching is going to enjoy that product and they're yeah. going to buy it and use it because, you know, they saw their favorite beauty YouTuber use it. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. And that gets, yeah, that, and then that enters into like a whole new territory of affiliate marketing. Which, oh, yeah. So, you know, and that's a whole nother branch <laughs> of things that you could talk about that we're not going to delve into today because no, <laughs> that would take some time. But um, so we've touched on social media a little bit, but could you speak a little bit more to like how, how does social media play into marketing and to PR? Absolutely. It's truly a great tool for both. Um, even though social media is kind of the best and worst thing that's happened to us for <laughs> yeah. marketers and PR professionals, it, it's pretty much the best thing right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> for and, sure. Yeah. And since so much of our life is online now, a lot of times that's the best way to reach people um, is through social media and through that online presence that you're mm-hmm. able to build for your brand. Um, and for marketing in particular, social media is great for advertising because you have so many more options to choose from. You've got Facebook ads, you've got YouTube ads, like we kind of talked about. You've got, you know, Instagram ads, promoted posts. There's just so many things that you can do. Yeah. Um, And then on the PR side of things, it's also wonderful because it gives individuals and brands more of a platform to show why they're so great and, you know, Mm -hmm. create and uphold that really positive image and kind of interact more directly with their audience. And of course, that's all dependent on the quality of marketing or PR oh, yeah, that you're for doing. Sure. Cause I mean, recent history has shown that social media can make or break a person. Um, and you mentioned celebrities earlier, which is really <laughs> funny because I was gonna talk about how like their entire lives are ruled by marketing and PR and they're always in the public eye. So the second that they mess up, that's everywhere. Yeah. And of course, you know, there's that saying that all press is good press, but that's not always true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you want to make sure that the image you're putting online always reflects the best version of your brand because, mm-hmm. you know, once it's on the internet, it's pretty much there forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so for those that would be listening and sort of thinking about this whole marketing versus PR thing and how they employ each um on the PR side, is this something that you think every company should be thinking about? Like how, how do companies sort of figure out where PR, PR falls sort of in their general strategy? Absolutely. I mean, I think it's something that every company should definitely look into and consider um, because there are so many different types of PR that you can utilize for your brand awareness and for your reach. Um, For example, you know, Blackwood's sister company, Zip Printing, recently acquired a new print shop, Mm -hmm. uh, which is really, really exciting. And we wrote a press release for it. We put it out there. And, you know, it's been it's been great for for driving traffic to websites and stuff. And 
you know, if you have like a new hire, if you're doing a grand reopening or like major shifts in executive people in your company, um, or if you're starting a new line of business or opening up a branch in a different country, you know, those are all things that are really, really awesome and can add value to whatever media outlet you want to send them to. And it's really, really great for outreach and, you know, getting getting your name out there, really. Yeah. Um, because, you know, people are going to read that and be like, oh, I've never heard of this company before, but it's really cool that right. they're expanding or they're, you know, rebranding. And, you yeah. know, it, it gathers that interest that you can then carry over into, you know, driving conversions or whatever it yeah. is you want to do. It creates hype around your company name. <laughs> hype and, it up. Yeah, absolutely. hype it up. Well, it does, you know, for sure. <laughs> it does, like, yeah. I remember Kyle, you know, Kyle, when I got hired, Kyle put me in the news, you know, I think you wrote a press release about me, which I, I didn't even really know. And it's showed up in different places and, and it creates some buzz. And, you know, people will text me or, you know, send me something on LinkedIn and be like, hey, I saw you here. And it's like, oh, I had no idea. I, I know. There. I but think it creates that sort of buzz where it's like, you know, people are seeing that in the public and now they're having a new association with Blackwood that maybe they've never even heard of Blackwood before. And yeah. so now it's like, well, now they at least know our name. Um, Absolutely. I think you even mentioned like this week it showed up somewhere in the newspaper and we were all like, oh, like that's really cool. Yeah, I had no idea someone someone posted it on LinkedIn and I was (laughs) like, oh, awesome. That's great. I mean, I didn't even know. So, um, yeah, for sure. Um, So if a company, you know, wants to get into the PR game, um, you know, start, like you said, considering it, maybe, um, you know, yeah, try some different tactics with it. how do you sort of evaluate what's worthy of being put out in the public? You know, uh, since it's sort of pre, pre, free publicity, <laughs> uh, you, you know, that someone might be tempted to, to put out a bunch of stuff, you know, like, oh, my coworker Sally, Sally brought in, you know, a really good fruitcake from her mom today. <laughs> we should put that out in the public. People need to know about that. So how do you as a company sort of figure out, like, what's a good threshold for, for putting out PR? Well, I think fruitcakes are very exciting, of course, but I'm <laughs> yeah. not sure. Who doesn't love a good fruitcake? Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily what you would want to put out in a press release, say. Um, You know, if you start kind of overusing press releases and sending out just tons and tons to a particular news outlet, they're probably going to just push you to the side and be like, wow, okay, Uh, over-enthusiastic, goodbye. (laughs) Um, But I think anything that is you know, valuable to your community or has an effect on your community or, you know, Mm -hmm. even if your brand is just expanding and it's something, you know, that maybe you want to reach out to a new area Mm -hmm. um, and you want to contact a news outlet there and be like, hey, we're coming to the area. We're new here. Check us out. This is what we do. Yeah. Um, But I think when it comes to evaluating what you're going to put out as PR, I think it kind of goes back to what is really our motto for marketing, which is quality over quantity. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, you want to make sure that whatever you're putting out there is genuinely adding value. It's not just, you know, right. We don't want fluff. It's not just, oh, we did this thing that is small and insignificant to the grand scheme of things, but we did it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if you 
are launching something new for your business, trying something different, going somewhere else, you know, any any big change that mm-hmm. could garner attention is definitely worth yeah, reaching for sure. out for. No, that yeah, that's super helpful. Um, yeah, so uh, how how do you think sort of to, I think, start to put a bow on this, tie it up a little bit. How do you see marketing and PR working together? Definitely. I think uh, I think in a way, marketing is more proactive, whereas PR is more reactive. Um, because marketing kind of sets the foundation for a product or a service, and it establishes like that first glimpse that generates buzz around the business or the product or the service. Um, and then PR comes into play and helps promote that product or service and, you know, when possible, drive media attention towards that business. So essentially, marketing provides something that PR can respond to. And in reality, it's difficult to do one of them without the other because yeah. you want that positive association with your brand and you want to help facilitate people's discussions of your business. But you also want your products and services to sell or whatever call to action you're trying to get your audience to respond to. So the two really go hand in hand, despite being somewhat different from each other. And, you know, they they work together kind of no matter what. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, you know, one of the last things that maybe we could touch on that I didn't want to focus on this as much because, you know, good PR is more fun to talk about. But, you know, there are those rare situations where a person or a company might find themselves under sort of a firestorm or, you know, something slipped up, some mistake was made, they made a bad move, and all of a sudden there's negative PR. And like I said earlier, that's oftentimes, you know, outside of our control. It sort of happens to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would be, you know, sort of your recommendation or what you've seen as far as how to handle when that negative PR does happen? Absolutely. I mean, I personally haven't had a ton of experience dealing with negative PR. I mean, I'm still a baby copywriter, you know, I'm still kind of exploring the industry, if you will. But, you know, being a consumer of a lot of, you know, YouTube and social media and everything of the sort, I've seen celebrities and people that I follow go through some negative press and I've gotten to see the different ways that people deal with it yeah um in more of you know a good constructive way and a, a bad oh no we don't want to <laughs> spiraling follow out you. of control yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um so I think probably the best way to deal with negative press is to just be genuine hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. be like okay we messed up but here's how we're actively working to fix it. Yeah, for sure. Because you don't want to just sweep something like that under the rug and you don't want to be like, oh, like, I guess I'm sorry about it, but not really. Um, And just kind of move on. And I think it's best to at least address it um, and be like, you know, we're intentionally working to improve this. And we we know that we messed up. We, you know, take full responsibility for what we've done. And yeah. here's how we're going to move forward instead of just being like, eh, whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't avoid it. Don't blame. Sh- I think people probably blame shift a lot. They want to try yes. to blame some other factor or person or something like that's usually not a good route. Absolutely. And then um, something that I've observed or even in myself, I could imagine like it probably be best to like take a step back, breathe a little bit and don't react emotionally. Because I think probably definitely. when negative, you know, I think as a human, when negative things happen or come our way, it's really easy to react quickly 
and emotionally. Yes. Um, but in my experience, that does not always lead to the best result. You know, you no. get beyond that and you look back and you're like, hmm, that probably could have been handled better and gone better had I not just like snap, you know, reacted. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure the same thing is true of negative PR. Like, like just breathe a little bit and then uh, you know, respond in a rational, logical, empathetic fashion. <laughs> Definitely. Compose yourself before you apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Practice it if you need to, you know, just, yeah, like you said, emotional responses are usually, they usually do more good than, or more bad than good. Yeah, for bad. sure. Yeah, yeah. More bad than good. <laughs> more bad sure. than good, to yes. be clear. <laughs> yes. Especially, yeah, especially when you find yourself in a negative situation. But yes. So, well, thanks so much for joining us today, Maddie, and and taking us through this a little bit and sort of exploring marketing and PR. I feel like I've learned a lot and hopefully those that have listened have taken some nuggets out of this and ideas and maybe we'll even try some press releases themselves. Definitely encourage it. We've had great success with them here and at Blackwood and Zip. And um, yeah, so uh, we will continue in this series of uh, marketing verses. So we have a few more episodes to sort of explore with and uh, we're excited for that that and so thanks for joining us today on the big brand theory podcast and uh, you guys all stay toasty